Let's talk about Steve McQueen's documentary, Black Power, A British Story of Resistance. Let's also discuss some of the vitamins you might want to consider taking. What about the new double mutant variant? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. We need to ask ourselves how to find happiness. It's not in money and it's not in power. The Dalai Lama. So, this week, big congratulations to another British fighter, Dillian White, wins his rematch against um, Povetkin. Knockout in the fourth round. I haven't watched it yet, but I just caught it on the news. Looking forward to watching that. He, he deserves to win that. I mean, he he lost the last one, um, and yeah, glad that he come back and, and done the business. So hats off to Dillian. And hats off to him again. I spoke about it last week, getting his, his face on the, um, the, the two-pound coin, you know, of Gibraltar. Still sterling currency, but um, that's historic, man. That's one for him to tell his grandkids and, and, and so forth. So hats off to him. So this week, I, I'd done a first this week. I, watched, I had to watch a movie over four days. I think I spread it over three or four days because this movie was four hours long. So if you're, if you're into the, um, you know, the alternative universe and Marvel and DC, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yep, Zack Snyder's Justice League the remake of the 2017 um, Justice League film. So, you know, I'm not going to... No, no, no spoiler alert. I'm not going to give away the plot and stuff. It's definitely worth watching now, but it's long. It's long. Um, if it was over Christmas, I would have sat down and just watched it, um, you know, through the day. But I was like, that's, that's half a day. <laughs> that's half a day watching one film. I, I, I just couldn't justify it. But um, but no, really good movie. Loads of action, loads of um, effects, obviously. Um, loads of superhero actions, loads of twists and, and stuff like that. Also, it prompted me to watch Joker, which I, which I was meaning to watch when it came out. I missed it in the cinema. I was gutted about that. But... Um, but yeah, I watched that as well, and that was a really good movie as well. But um, but yeah, the Justice League is it's just packed with um, superheroes that we know. But the, the DC ones, different universe to the Marvel thing. Um, what I noticed with the with that side of things, the DC, it's kind of it's a lot darker, a lot more grown up. I wouldn't really watch it with my younger children, to be fair. In the same way that I would would watch um, the Marvel stuff, you can easily watch that with your younger children. Um, but yeah, really good. But, um, but same with Joker, definitely not one for the um, for the younger children. Um, but a deep story about how Joker come about and all that. But it's quite old. It's a couple of years old, two or three years old. So you guys have probably seen that. But I've just recently seen it. and It was amazing, um, really good. And the actor um, is it Joaquin Phoenix? Um, he, I didn't realize that he actually has a physical impediment like his his shoulder blade is um he was born with a with a disability basically around his shoulder or his shoulder was born a bit different but he used that in his in his um in his character 
you know, there was a lot of scenes where he removed his top off and you could see he was kind of slightly deformed and stuff. And um, yeah, I thought, I thought that was really, um, yeah, quite brave. Use your, your, your insecurities like that. But yeah, but yeah, two great movies, two great movies. Really enjoyed that stuff, really enjoyed that. So um, in the real world, back to the real world, the anti-protest lockdowns, um, Bristol to date, um, day three, day three of the Kill the Bill um, protests. Um, they've been happening up and down the country, but we, we're hearing a lot more about the, the Bristol ones because they were so violent towards the police, fraying bottles and letting off fireworks towards the police and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, they, the police are now like scouring their, their footage and they have vowed to arrest more more um, people that were, were involved and whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's, it's well, I, I've said it before, I think this summer is going to be, um, I think all of our summers for the, for the foreseeable future, is, uh, protest is going to be a main staple. You know, um, people might not be able to go out and, you know, get together in clubs and, and, and party, but people will be doing the same thing without the music at these, um, these, these, these protests up and down the country throughout the summer, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, um, and it's been a year since um, Boris, a year to the date, to the 23rd, yeah, last week, this week just gone, um, since he announced the first um, coronavirus lockdown. So we've fully been in this lockdown life for a year, which is... Um, it, it seems it's in some ways yeah it seems it seems longer than that but yeah it seems longer than that it feels longer than that but um, but yeah it's only been a year so we're we're new in the game but it is what it is and we will we will get through it no doubt about it no doubt about it um, but Europe you know Europe you know they're going through the third wave um, I think the the UK our numbers are going up a bit which was to be expected with the schools going back and whatnot. But yeah, Europe's fully in their, their third wave now. And um, I think Boris Johnson spoke about, you know, it's not going to be long until it washes up on our shores in England. So, which, again, it's, it's, it's obvious, you know. Um, we, we are an island, but um, we're not, we're not um, separate from, from these, 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 the rest of Europe in that way. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's a whole planet thing, you know. And if it's if it's happening everywhere else, it's just a matter of time before it comes here. So hopefully it doesn't go like that. So hopefully something happens that allows it not to be that here. We'll see how that goes. Um, but the the travel fine of now, you know, people obviously are not allowed to travel abroad without good reason. Um, and uh, next week the five thousand pound fine will be coming into in force um, next week um, for the, the coronavirus laws, yeah. And th these are the kind of things, like I said, there's, there's so many different reasons and different levels of why people will want to um, protest over the summer. Um, but yeah, this would probably be one of them as well. But yeah, £5,000 people trying to travel abroad. I'm not sure, I mean, when they say try to travel, um, I suppose once, once you get to the airport, if you've you know, if you haven't got good reason, they're not going to let you on the plane. So, yeah, I haven't looked into it enough. But anyway, that's that's what is the the new law as of next week. Um, but yeah, we we just have to see how it goes. Um, but we are 
you know, we are looking to come out of um, the lockdown over the coming coming days and weeks. So we, we'll just see how that goes. Maybe the five thousand pound fine situation will will go away at some stage. But yeah, it's it's here as of next week. Um, and in India, um, they've discovered a new double mutant um, variant. Double mutant variant. That's that's a new one. We haven't heard that one yet. Um, so yeah, double. Um, yeah, found in India, um, and India's um, death rates have have been have risen quite quite significantly quite significantly over the past um, recent days and, and weeks. So that is, I suppose, that's a global concern as well. And then in New York, you've got the New York variant, um, which is now in the UK. They've found three cases in the UK. Um, Public Health England said they're monitoring it closely. And so, yeah, things were still on the development stage of, of things because, as I said, it's only been a year. It might feel like it's been like five years, but it's only been a year. So we're still early in the development of things. Um, there's definitely there's been some talk, and this is another thing that I'm sure protests will, will, um, will fuel protests in the coming coming weeks and months, pubs um, are allowed to require vaccine passports. Um, Boris Johnson said that he's not going to be forcing anybody to do it, but he's saying it's, that it's up to the um, individual um, publicans. So, yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, I'd, I'd, if it's just down to the publicans, I suppose there's going to be, uh, you know, communities that would want a pub that, is you know everybody's been vaccinated and stuff like that, but um, but I think for most pubs it might be a bit counterproductive considering they've you know they've been under pressure and not being able to make money as it is and, and any blocks to it, blocks to making money and having people come in might be counterproductive. But then again, from a business point of view, if it 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 could be a unique selling point, you know, for those people that do want to come to a. a a pub that is everybody's vaccinated in and then there's the whole management of it as well I, I suppose that's probably why um the government haven't got involved in it um but it's interesting that they've even put it out there and said that because i suppose publicans could could say that if they wanted to anyway i think any any you know uh, privately run business could could put that stipulation on on their business um so yeah, but that's that is the situation at this point. But in Spain, they've um, they've had concert. They've they've had a concert recently. Go go ahead, thousands of people there, and everybody was tested there. Um, everybody had to wear masks um, throughout the show. When you watch the the video clip of it, it, it does look a bit odd. You know, everybody's in in white masks, kind of uniform. They, it seems like it was. Well, it seemed like everybody had a white mask on, so maybe they were handing them out at the door rather than people just bringing their own designs and stuff like that. But, but yeah, just odd um, seeing everybody bunched up together really tight, but they've got masks on and they're jumping up and down and partying, you know. Never seen those images before, you know. So, yeah, interesting times. It's all, it's all in development, all in development. So sadly, um, another young person lost their their life to um, to knife crime. Um, a man in his twenties um, died in Hounslow this week. Um, they haven't been able to name him yet. There's, well, they haven't named him yet, but they they're contacting the next of kin. Um, thoughts and prayers go out to him, his family, 
um, friends and family. Always sad, always sad. Um, never to be underestimated how how that impacts the families and the community, you know. So, yeah, definitely something we have to keep on top of. Um, also, this, this report kind of, um, yeah, just really turned my stomach, if I'm honest. Um, so with, with the, the whole child abuse thing and, and paedophiles and stuff, they, apparently they're starting to groom and exploit um, young siblings as part of like an emerging trend, online um, sexual abuse and stuff. Um, the Internet Watchdog Foundation said that victims aged from like three to 16 years old, you know, are, are being groomed into these situations. Um, and basically being coerced into copying adult pornography and, and and things like that. And then basically, you know, um, kind of grooming the older siblings to um, abuse the younger siblings, you know. So, um, yeah, um, so this is becoming a trend that paedophiles are doing. And obviously young people are spending, especially through the lockdown, spending a lot more time on their computers um, and moving forward, you know, they will be spending a lot more time on their computers and stuff because that's the way the world's going, especially with social media and everything else. So it's just really sinister and um, just really sinister and repugnant the way that um, these paedophiles are are moving. And, you know, once they coerce a, a young person to do that to their, their siblings, obviously, the, even though they, they've been groomed into it, that, that has that has happened now, you know, that is the history of that family. So, yeah, um, this, these are the kind of things that the law needs to really, really crack down, you know. Um, there, there is no, there shouldn't be no easing up on, on how they deal with that, you know. They, they, they need to really get on top of, of stuff like that, you know, because it's, it's not a secret, we know now. Um, but I, as as parent, you know, me being a parent, you know, if you're a parent, listen to this. We really have to think about the amount of time that our, our young children are spending on these um, devices, you know, on social media, etc. And then kind of monitoring what they're doing, you know. And when I say monitoring, I mean having those conversations, you know, them open conversations and open dialogue, so that they can feel free to speak to you about what's going on and. And things that are said, and then obviously preempting a lot of things as well, preempting the nonsense on there. But to do that, you have to be um, willing to go and do a bit of research yourself as a parent, you know, and find out these things because some of these things you 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 might not know until it's too late. So my thing is, is if you find out about it before, then you can start um, preempting stuff and, and nipping things in the bud. So if somebody does start to speak to them online and speak to them about certain things, you know, it's catfishing, you know, doing that thing where, you know, they, they, they pretend they're somebody else. They might pretend they're a, 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 a young girl of the same age as them. And, and it turns out it's a, it's a 60-year-old man and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, we, we need to have those conversations, you know. I don't think it's... I mean, as soon as, as soon as our young people are using computers, we need to start speaking to them. You know, even if they're not on social media, just the fact that they're using computers. So, so yeah, so just be aware that um, paedophiles and criminals like that, they, they're getting more sophisticated and getting to the, up to the times with, with um, you know, gr- grooming, grooming young people, you know, that are locked into their computer screens. So, yeah, um, please be aware.
Um, also, in North London, a 44-year-old man um, was uh, died the day after being in contact with the police. Um, the police was originally called out because a man was in distress. And, I mean, they've been a bit vague around reporting this. Um, and I, I'm, I'm kind of reading between the lines, and it sounds like it was a mental health situation. Um, but basically, it, it, was, it happened on, like, the 18th of March, um, but the, the police didn't release, release any information in regards to it until the 24th. And even then, like I said, it's still quite vague. Um, all that's been said, it's a 44-year-old man in North London. But... Um, the independent police um, uh, conduct um, are have launched an investigation into the incident, so hopefully more will come out about that. I'm, I'm just mindful that you know I've spoken on this pod about a couple of situations where the police have been called out for somebody in distress um, and ended up, you know, the way they've dealt with the person, even though the person's not a criminal, they're just going through a mental health episode, the way they've dealt with them is... is added to or led to their death so um this sounds like a, a similar situation um and I'm, I'm really to be fair i was really thinking why would they not speak about it why have they delayed it like a full six days before before putting it out there you know when a life's been lost unless it's unless the the family maybe the family doesn't want it to be 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 known out there i can't imagine why not but um, but let's see. Definitely be watching that one closely. Um, yeah, definitely seems underreported. And over on the other side of the pond, although it's with um, an English, Brit- I think she's still a British citizen. But Sharon Osbourne, um, she's left um, that the US show um, after a racism row. Um, she was on a show called The Talk, um, and she had had a few, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Earlier this month, she had a um, heated debate about racism um, with one of her colleagues, and um, she was defending Piers Morgan over his situation um, where he was attacking um, the Duchess of Sussex. Um, but it basically led into led led it led to clashes with Cheryl Underwood, who's a black um, host, black female, um, and yeah, she I think Cheryl Underwood was was saying that she's um, valid. Um, giving validation to racist views in regards to um, peers um, but that kind of just snowballed and, and yeah so Sharon's now left the show which is um, which is which, which is telling I suppose which is telling um, and interesting you know Piers is her friend Piers is the person she's defending he left and now she's on the other side of the pond and um, she's left so yeah very interesting but um is what it is. The show will go on. I'm, I'm pretty sure the show will go on. Um, so look, we we are going through this this whole health situation, this whole pandemic situation. But the good news is we're getting that. We're you know the lockdown in the in London in the UK is going to be easing up over the coming weeks, days, and months. Um, so we're going to be out a lot more um, and be able to do a lot more things. But we still, you know, although the sun's going to come out, I think we're going to have a couple of hot days coming up as well at the beginning of this week, and then they said it's going to get cold at the end of the week. But we do still have to, you know, look after ourselves, you know. Even though we're getting out and we're going to be getting sun, you know, we, you know we're going to be getting sun, we're going to be getting exercise and things like that, but we still have to look after ourselves because just because we're 
back out, it doesn't mean that we um, ease off of, you know, looking after ourselves, you know, taking our vitamins, you know, um, you know, doing our meditation, you know, just just generally just looking after our well-being all the way around. Um, and, you know, as far as um, vitamins and food, obviously eating healthily and drinking healthy, drinking loads of water, um, drinking a lot of natural foods, um, less of the processed stuff, which I find very difficult because I've got a bit of a sweet tooth. But we do need to supplement sometimes, you know, with, with different vitamins. And just a couple of, that I, I find useful and have been taking for a few years, obviously the vitamin D supplements, vitamin C, um, the vitamin B complex I take as well, magnesium, zinc, sea kelp, sorpermento, um, cod liver oil, spirulina, um, quercetin complex. You know, those are just a few that I take. And I, I, me personally, I mean, obviously look into it. I'm not a nutritionist, so these are just the things that I found useful through my research. But what I do do is I don't take the ones that are like multiples mixed up in one. You know, I used to, when I, many, many, many moons ago, take the A to Z one tablet that's got about 50 different vitamins in it. But through various pieces of research, it was like, you know, you need to take these things separately, you know. Um, but really, you need to have a balanced diet because the best way to get vitamins, ideally, is from your food, truth be told. Um, but, yeah, I choose to to add to that with the some of the supplements that I just said. But, yeah, ultimately, we just got to look after ourselves, you know. What goes in our body is going to affect um, how we function, how we feel. Um, on on multiple levels, so yeah, we need to be on top of it for sure. So I don't I don't know if it's just if it's me or are we hearing more about uh, um, you know meteors and, and and things coming to Earth in 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 the recent weeks and months? Because last week there was a sonic boom, um, and there was a there was a period there was maybe a week or a couple of days. They didn't know where this sonic boom come from. They were speaking to the RAF and asking if there'd been a, a plane that's taken off because they caused a sonic boom as well. Um, but yeah, it turned out it wasn't none of that. And it turned out it was an extremely rare meteor known as a daytime fireball. So they got some pictures. I think they, I, I saw a, a satellite um, picture of the Earth and you could see, I think they must have timed it, like the time that the sonic boom was heard and then match that up with the time of the satellite and looking over that particular part of the world, and there was a flash, so you could you could actually see it from space. So, yeah, it was a daytime fireball, basically. Um, and, yeah, the noise could be heard across various parts of England. Um, and, yeah, it's... I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know if it's because I'm just more aware of it, but it does just seem like we're, we're getting a lot of... Ex, ex, was it extraterrestrial action? <laughs> happening um but yeah interesting though interesting sonic boom but yes um but in australia way way on the other side of the world um they had some really crazy scenes um they've they've had severe floods basically across new south wales new south wales and like up to about eighteen thousand people have had to, had to be evacuated um from the torrential downpours and, and you know dams were overflowing etc around Sydney but the image that I saw of a whole house not even a smashed up house a whole house 
and a, a fairly big house at that just swept floating down the river floating down the river it, it kind of, even though it was a it reminded me of um the wizard of oz when you when you when when dorothy's house was blown in in the whirlwind obviously that was up in the air but the fact that it was just a whole house being moved by mother nature in one piece like that it was it was bizarre it, it was surreal it was surreal man so yeah my thoughts my thoughts go out to the people out there um because that that's that's a lot to deal with i mean obviously they had the the bushfires last year and it seems like everything that survived the bushfires um may have um succumbed to the floods pretty much you know so yeah not a good time for people out there at all um elon musk elon musk has he's recently um he's recently stated that you can now buy a tesla with bitcoin um only currently available in america but yeah, he's saying you can buy it with Bitcoin. So um, Bitcoin's one Bitcoin at the moment is worth about 41,000 um, pounds. Um, so, yeah, so I don't know how much the Teslas are in at various prices. But, yeah, a couple of, couple of Bitcoins or one Bitcoin or Bitcoin in a bit can um, now get you a Tesla. So, yeah, interesting. Um, I wonder if the other, other co- uh, car companies will start taking... Um, cryptocurrency um, for purchases um, because you know uh, Elon Musk is quite influential in the world so um, I wouldn't be surprised to be fair I wouldn't be surprised and there were a lot of different coins out there as well a lot of different cryptocurrencies and so I wonder which ones will um, well I wonder if he'll open it up to the other coins or if it, is it just well at the moment it's just Bitcoin but I suppose we'll have to see how that pans out as well that's a whole that's a whole podcast in itself the whole Bitcoin thing, to be fair. A lot going on with that, a lot going on. A lot of people getting involved in it too. So, um, Trump is getting involved in a few things. He's, he's back on the, on the agenda. So, obviously, we know he's been um, banned from, from Twitter, from Facebook. But, you know, Donald really does have Twitter fingers. And so much so, his advisors have... have said that he will soon be um, launching his own platform to rival Twitter. So that is going to be very interesting because if he owns the channel, that means there's no stopping. And if that channel becomes popular, that's going to be a whole different ballgame in itself. But yeah, his, his advisors are talking about it may happen in the next two to three months. So um, yeah, this is going to be very interesting. I wonder what you'll call it, Trumper or Trump book. I don't know. Be interesting though. But yes, um, but yeah, he's 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 he he don't like losing, does he? He he don't like losing. He doesn't been like told what to do. He doesn't like to follow the rules, you know. And obviously, it led to the deadly riots in um, in in the U.S. capital. Um, but. If he's got his own platform, who knows? Who knows what, what this fella's going to stir up? Um, I just hope it doesn't end up in bodies like, like the last time he spoke on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I hope that for sure. So, um, there, 
well, I'm not going to give no spoilers. Alert. I'm not going to give you the ins and outs of these things because some of them I haven't even seen. But um, Aretha Franklin um, has a new... They've made a uh, National Geographic um, Genius series. Um, they've made a documentary on her life. But the family are really, really not happy with this documentary. Um, they've denounced it. And they said it's denounced by the immediate family. Um, and basically, they said they, they feel disrespected because they weren't consulted in the making of the movie. Um, they said there's inaccuracies. And, and yeah, so they're, they're not happy. Um, and it's a shame because, um, obviously, I, I, it's got a few... I saw... Uh, who is it? I saw... Um, oh, I forgot his name. There's an American rapper and mogul. He's in it. Um, I'll remember his name. But um, there's an English actress in it as well. Um, Jermaine Dupree, that's it. Jermaine Dupree, I saw him do a little cameo in there. But I did think to myself, you know, these people have... They've been part of the film, and obviously they've done it in good faith. And now to hear that the family is not happy with it and they, they, they're basically asking people to boycott the movie. You know, if they love Aretha, they should boycott the movie. And I just felt, oh, the, the actors in that movie must really be torn between a rock and a hard place because obviously they're in it and it's something that they wanted to do. And yeah, um, out, of the, out of respect and probably, you know, wanting to pay proper homage and, and do the film justice, not to, but not knowing the business behind it might not have been as as perfect as they would have liked so now they're gonna to have to deal with that so yeah quite sad but to be fair here i mean when it's only it was released on the 21st of march in the u.s so it's not in the uk yet um but it'd be interesting to see if people do boycott it to be fair that's 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 the other thing will people actually boycott it um we'll see time was time will tell but I do want to say congratulations to um, Clive Myrie, um, the news newsreader, BBC newsreader. He's been confirmed in the the post of the new host of Mastermind. Um, so Jeffrey Humphrey has been doing it for about eighteen years. He's going to be stepping down, um, and yeah, Clive Myrie's going to be taking his seat, and he's taking his seat at a specific, you know, a, not a pivotal time, but a special anniversary. It's the fiftieth anniversary of Mastermind. Um, they start filming in, in July um, and they'll be showing it later on in the year. But yeah, he's going to be the new host. So, I mean, I, I, I do like these quiz shows. I haven't watched Mastermind for a while, but I do watch a few different ones with, 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 with my kids. Um, you know, and they, they, they love them shows. But we, yeah, we might, we might, we will definitely have to check out Clive Myrie and see how he gets on for sure. But no, nah, congratulations to him, man. That's a, that's a, a big move. And, you know, look, the last person... There's only, I think there's only been four hosts for that show ever. And it seems like they keep the host there for a long time, 18 years. This could be his, um, his gig for a while. So, yeah, no, hats off to him. Um, oh, so the, I think the most... Yeah, the, I think this, this really touched me. Watching um, a show on BBC Two, um, Black Power, a British... British story of renaissance I'm oh, not renaissance of resistance um really good really good documentary um directed by George Amposa and executively produced by Steve McQueen same person who done small acts um I think this was really good you know this kind of gave the story of you know that it spoke about the, the mangrove nine 
they, they kind of went through that story. But they spoke about all the different um, political parties, the Black Panther-type parties in the UK and the, the struggle in the UK, which you don't really hear that much about. You don't really hear the ins and outs of, of that um, as much as you do hear about the American side of things. But um, there was obviously a, a big movement here as well. And the English experience is, is a different experience than American experience. Um, I think the, but what they do have in common, um, it was all about the colour of your skin. You know, that was the issue for everybody. So, so yeah, but definitely worth having a, a, um, a watch. You know, they really go into depth about and, and sp- interview people who, because um, it was both, basically it was anti-black and anti-Asian. So, a, you know, Asian and black work together, you know, within these, like the Black Panther Party and, and the various parties like that in the UK. So it was really heartwarming to to watch and listen how Asians and blacks really worked to, together in a way that, to be fair, you don't really see that now, you know? You don't really see... Um, yeah, you don't really see blacks and Asians working together in that way. I'm not saying we don't work together, but you, you don't see them working together that way on, on racial topics, I suppose. Um, so, yeah. That is, so it was, yeah, quite heart, heartwarming to see that. But then, and also to see all of the... <laughs> The people from Mangrove Nine, you know, the, obviously the real people, because obviously I, I watched the um, Small Axe version, and which was powerful, really good, told the story really well. Um, but yeah, it was it was good to see the real people, and, and and just to see how well the actors, you know, got their mannerisms and their voices down. I spoke about that before in regards to Dark as How, that the young the young man who played Dark as How, he, he got him down to a T. Should have got an Oscar for that one for sure. Um, but yeah, loads of people on it. Um, Lin, Linton, um, Crazy Johnson was on there. Um, yeah, they just—it it was just really good because it's like I said, it's the English story and it's, it's the story that is not spoken about a lot. Um, and I fa- learned about um, a famous, well, infamous murder of um, Kelso Cochran, um, who was stabbed to death by a gang of, of white um, men in Notting Hill. But the police denied it was racially motivated. Um, no one was ever prosecuted for it. Um, but that was that was a pivotal point um, in in that time. And yeah, I spoke about the Teddy Boys. How the Teddy Boys used to chase black people and and, and beat them up and and stuff like that. But as I said, these I don't think I've even seen that depicted in the movie. Teddy Boys, um, you know, chasing black people and or being racist towards um, black people but it's something that I've heard throughout my life you know that's not a new story to me but I've never seen it depicted on the screen so I've never heard it spoken about in any history history lessons in school and, and stuff like that so yeah there's a yeah so it's, it's it's like I said history UK history that's that's pretty much what this show is about it's, it's about a piece of UK history that wasn't really spoken about but what I really liked was the um, the soundtrack, the soundtrack to it. I, f- I think um, Steve McQueen's really got a thing about the music because he's he's really put, you know, significantly um, music of the times in 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 these in these movies that he's made, these the series that he's made, and um, and yeah, he. And I actually read an article where they've listed out all the music as well, which is good. So it's like he's kind of pushing at least uh, extra royalties to these music producers and these artists because some of these songs, the world, you know, outside of um, 
reggae culture. The world wouldn't know any of these songs, but because he's made these shows and he's highlighted the names of the songs and the artists, you know, he's, he's giving back. In it. Even if, if people don't appreciate the, the rest of the work, which I do, um, he is definitely giving back and making sure people are getting paid um, off of their previous music. But they played one of my favourite old-time reggae tracks, Blood and Fire by Niney and Big Ute. Um, yeah, that, that, that tune brought back some memories. Brought back some memories. I'll probably be um, playing that this Sunday um, around dinner time. But yeah, really good. Definitely catch that one. Catch that. That's that's a it's a good history lesson, a good history lesson, and a good a good one to watch. If you've got young teenagers, you know, or young, you know, you've got young children, maybe in their early twenties, mid twenties, thirties, even, you know, any any young person, um, it's definitely worth watching that because it's it's part of history. It's part of our our, our history and our legacy. So yeah. Um, but yeah, back back on the health thing. Um, this week, I you know obviously I speak about riding my bike and and getting out there and doing stuff. But I I went for a run. I went for two runs back to back this week. Um, done a five k, and then today I went for another run, my third run this week, and and run for quite a bit longer. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize how long I hadn't run for. Running running is really challenging for me. Not one of my best. Um, uh, sports <laughs> you know it's the short distance 100 meters I could do those all day but the long distance running like 5k's which some people say is not even long but it's long for me um, yeah very challenging but you feel so good after you go for a run you know even if it's a brisk walk it's worth getting out there to do but yeah um, on these sunny days you know even if you can't run the whole distance you know you run you walk a bit get your breath back you run you walk a bit it's good I definitely recommend it. Definitely recommend it. And if you're trying to use lose some of that COVID belly that you've been growing, um, like myself, um, over the past year, you can't beat running for for shifting those calories. You can't beat running for shifting those calories. So, but what I would say, get yourself a good pair of running trainers. It's worth spending a little bit extra on the running trainers. It makes a world of difference. If you've got some proper running trainers with some proper um, souls that can absorb, you know, like some shock absorber type thing, makes a world of difference when you're running. So, so yeah, running's my my tip for this this pod. You know, get out of there and have a run, or even a brisk walk. Brisk walk is is good enough too. Um, so yeah, so hopefully um, you you found some value in today's pod, um, and hopefully you 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 share it with with somebody who's not familiar with the pod. Um, and also, um, remember, we are on uh, Clubhouse now, so check us out on Clubhouse, um, that new platform. But unfortunately, you do have to have a, uh, an Apple iPhone or iPhone product. I think you can do it on the iPad as well at this point. Um, but yeah, so thank you for joining. Um, thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. And hopefully you can join me on the next one. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney and you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.